0: Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising You guys, we have t-shirts available now At tpublic.com You can click the link in our description To go get yourself a shirt Or, I don't know, a phone case or some shit With our logo on it It's really great, go check it out Bada bing, bada boom, here's Tim
1: Rock, 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 rock and roll high school Well, I don't care about history Rock, rock, rock and roll high school Cause that's not where I wanna be Rock, rock, rock and roll high school, I just want to get some kicks, I just want to get some chicks, rock, 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 rock rock and roll high school, rock, 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 rock rock and roll high school, rock, 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 rock and roll high school.
2: Welcome to the Ever Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order, we talk about them. I'm Simon Peltier. I'm Tim Bley. I am Tom Zlataner. And today we have a special, very special, ultra special, the specialist, at least the deepest guest we've ever had on the show. Welcome, Chris Aitkins.
3: Hello. Oh, wow. that's deep. <laughs>
2: that's pretty deep. I can tell right now that you are a man of deep and incisive thought.
3: Uh, I hope I am. You want to <laughs> g-
2: give us a deep, incisive, incisive, yeah. Insight- deep In- incisive, insightful thought now.
3: De- oh, now. well, no pressure. Uh,
1: the deepest thought you've ever had. Under,
3: under pressure. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, um, hmm. I was just wondering the other day, like how low my voice could go. I I was like thinking maybe like a low C, low C, low, low down there see, somewhere. See, see,
1: that's see, if I ever need someone to play the devil in a video, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'd be more you. than happy. I think that's
3: <laughs> my life dream to play the devil in some kind of like. You sound you sound like me when I pitch shift down my voice to sing bass <laughs> notes, <laughs> or like be like um like. You know, in those like trap like songs where you have like, yeah. <laughs> like you could just hire me instead of like getting the effects on your voice. You all right, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm cool. actually consider that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, who are you? What do you do? Why are you here? <laughs> where are you I'm going? Uh, beavers. Beavers. Sharing, I guess an sharing. old friend
3: of all three of you. We, yeah. We all go pretty way back. Pretty way
2: hmm. back. Who? Who's first? um i think, um, I, I I think tom first, yeah.
3: yeah i i met you at right in spirit when how old were we like five or six, six or so seven <laughs> <day. Yeah. laughs> <Is> there, <laughs> i, I yeah. got a
0: photo on facebook of us your brother and josiah henderson yeah. at a beach and i must have been like seven
3: okay and then i think it must have been tim yeah because I, I met Cross Chris Talk. before i
1: met either of you yeah um because right. crosstalk camps and things I, think, yeah. I don't know and then you, you, were, you later you joined our youth group right? yeah okay
3: yeah. cool And uh, I host uh, a radio show on CJLO 1690 AM, which is the campus radio for Concordia. Nice. And uh, my show is called Sewer Spewer. I play punk and punk-related music uh, with mostly a Montreal uh, emphasis. I I really like to um, uh, support local acts and everything like that. Mm. Can we hear your
2: radio announcer voice?
3: Hello and welcome back to Sewer Spear on CJLO 1690 AM. I'm your host, the Frog, bringing you the dirtiest sounds of the underground.
0: <laughs> how good. did you How did you become the Frog?
3: <laughs> how did? It's a really long and dumb story. <laughs> uh, when I was um when I was a roadie for uh, this band when I was about 16, um, they gave me the nickname Froggy, um, for a very long and dumb. S- reason that I don't really want to get into and uh, some people like started calling me froggy all the time and then um, I kind of like wanted to like kind of keep this kind of like amphibious like creature who on like know, who lives down in the sewers kind of like a uh, persona so I, I felt that it was appropriate for the uh, for the show but I just kind of brought it down to a frog But, uh, yeah, still, nobody calls me the frog. Uh, I I have, like, guests on my show, like, all the time, and they just refer to me as Chris.
1: Would you you like to be referred to as, like, the frog or frog or Mr. Frog or, like, Uh, senior frog? (laughs) Senor frog. (laughs) Pepe? Um, I mean, for this, you could just call me Chris. You (laughs) You could call you Chris. Yeah, just call me Chris. Chris the frog. Chris the frog.
3: Mm. The frog, Chris.
2: (laughs) Chris the frog.
1: Oh, it's pretty no, cool. it's not bad. so uh what's like what's going on in the montreal punk scene these days is it is it thriving
3: it is yeah like um it's it's almost been like uh 10 years since my first punk show all, all right, right. i went to my first punk show in october uh 2006 so yeah almost 10 years in the band ah. and no well in what, what in was, the, band what was that, the name of the band the name of the band that i saw yeah uh, it was this band called trigger effect which is still to I m- know them I think. yeah they were, my- they were uh
1: they, the bunch of those guys went to my brother's high school in like Vaudreuil yeah, yeah yeah
3: and to this day it's still my favorite band I have like uh their logo tattooed on my leg and everything like that oh, nice and um unfortunately the member like the lead singer of uh that band uh passed away yeah. about a couple of years oh, ago yeah but um what what's really cool is that uh the band like um decided okay well um we want to keep an involved in like the Montreal scene so they uh th- they have a venue now um that they opened uh in uh, St Henry called the Turbo House all right and it's really cool it's an um this really old uh, John Molson bank that was built oh, in like yeah. a, like i think 1910 or something like that from way back when and uh they're playing they have a uh, this very small venue in uh, what y- i'm guessing what used to be the vault okay of uh, mm-hmm. this bank so just the sound of it is like very like insulated and everything like that and you can't really hear any like any noise from outside which uh-huh. is perfect for the neighborhood. Wait, so you're
1: literally raging against capitalism inside a bank vault. <laughs> exactly that's right. that's amazing. What, what I wonder what the
2: acoustics are like inside a vault. Yeah, it's quite amazing. Like a real yeah. vault? Have they have they um like uh, sort of customized it at all or is it uh, they... Yeah, they okay. have
3: customized it. Um I don't I'm pretty sure it's like not as strong as it used to be or right. anything like that yeah. but uh yeah it's a really cool place if you ever want to check it out it's on uh, not- Notre Dame and uh, St. Remy so I'm going to the there every like week or so just nice. uh, just to check something out yeah cool Sweet.
1: very cool yeah I think in that case your first punk show and my first punk show <laughs> may be the same people because really? well my I think my first knowledge of punk was going to my brother's like eighth grade high school talent show okay and those guys were called wax blender back then and they played like, oh my god played like two songs and all i remember is being like i can feel this all of like all through my body this is very
3: weird i loud mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it's good though yeah i had a similar experience too i was like whoa where have you, you can- been all my life
1: <laughs> air can do this to
0: you this is yeah. weird yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time that I like felt music move through my body. Mm-hmm. I actually felt like I was gonna throw up. <laughs> it was like seven or eight and my mom and I were walking downtown and there was a concert playing in the street and the bass was so loud and powerful mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. literally puke right now and she was like, well, oh, let's go home.
1: That's the that's the brown note or whatever. Oh the yeah. Phenomenon? <laughs> <laughs> there was like some some like actual military like experimentation into whether the brown note could be. Yeah, useful. I think the mythbusters right. also
3: touched upon it too. Like nobody yeah. actually crap their pants but they did feel very sick after like hearing that kind of note like it just kind of messes with your inside, which is like
1: a good advantage like imagine just lining up a set of speakers and like like blasting that at an entire opposing army and suddenly you've got (laughs) an entire like sick army yeah but
2: then but then your people are also really sick they put on i don't
1: i guess headphones doesn't even help you've got to put on like body protection eh
3: I, yeah, I it just know. makes me think of that Monty Python sketch about like the world's the funniest joke. Yeah. yeah, like that makes you laugh yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except that only
1: works if the other side speaks German. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think of the logistics of a joke that's so funny that you die. Like, how would that, how would you be able to spread it? Well, you've you spread it like
1: the, the way that they do it on the sketch is that they someone some guy invents this joke and dies laughing from it and then someone else comes in to read the joke and they also die oh, laughing so, they, and just they, on like this. so then eventually they they get a whole series of german translators to take only one word of the joke at a time and like translate it separately into german and then they string it together and they teach it to the british soldiers who can't speak german and they just run run around yelling it in german and then all the german soldiers laugh so hard that they die
4: huh
1: it's a i don't know it, Body Python, right? It <laughs> doesn't have to, does doesn't have have to make, make sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want Python to make sense? You're in the wrong place. Yeah.
0: Huh. That's it. Ooh. I guess that works. I, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? Mm. If you want to, if you want to make people die yeah. of laughter, you can't also laugh at the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like, I mean, weird things are used in war, right? Like my uh, my brother, my mom, I think was telling me this that she was reading about the the role that like drugs played in the Second mm-hmm. World War. Yeah. Well, like,
3: I'm. Drugs have played a role in every yeah, single war. Yeah, like in war. a lot of
1: wars, but apparently, like the, pretty much the entire German army was hopped up on on like amphetamines, like, mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. of the time. Which is how they could just blitz into a place and fight for like three days straight and then take it over. Mm-hmm. And It's like, oh, mm-hmm. we're
2: done. Now we can sleep. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I I was just listening to a podcast where they're talking about this story of um in World War Two. Yeah, World War Two. To um trick the the Americans would do this trick to trick the Germans into thinking that there was an army somewhere, which is that they got about like a like hundred like American artists to design inflatable army gear. So like inflatable <laughs> tanks and trucks and cars and like all this this mm-hmm. machinery that they would just kind of like set up in certain places and then like create this whole like fake army location <laughs> okay. so that when German planes would fly over, they'd be like, okay, there's an army there. We can't go there. But it'd just be like... A couple dozen artists just kind of hanging out <laughs> and like, like in, in impersonating, uh, sort of pretending to be soldiers, and then going into like a tavern and kind of you know causing ruckus, and then leaving and changing costumes, and then coming back in again so that they looked like different members of the same army.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. That's that's cool. I, I think. <laughs> yeah. That was easier to do back before there was like. Or like surveillance yeah, and planes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like when it would like just, just be
2: like a couple of guys with binoculars. Yeah. And like the War of 1812, plane.
1: they did that too, right? There was this yeah. battle on a cliff mm. or something, and they just like they kept marching the soldiers around in a circle to make it look like there was just this endless
2: line of soldiers <laughs> going by. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, like they lit a bunch of fires too at night yeah. to make it look like, whoa, look at all the tents that and all the people they yeah. have. But it'd be like 12 dudes and 150 <laughs> fires. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. War's dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Mm. It also made me think of this other weird um, program I heard about. It could be completely false, but um, I think, uh, was it the FBI or the CIA? No, I think it was the Navy. I think the Navy had a program where they captured dolphins and would, like, train them to kill, like, enemy scuba divers. (laughs) I I, I don't think it's kill enemy scuba divers. I I think it's, like... I think they're like
1: mine mine sweeping dolphins right something like, like that out for like under underwater mines but for, they would attach I think that's like even better
3: yeah <laughs> yeah but they would like attach like these kind of like uh like syringes to like um yeah yeah, yeah. I've heard about through these like dolphin snouts so okay. like if they do like pierce an enemy with it it would just like <laughs> send like a blast of air through their body which would like force all their insides like out their mouth and out uh, their rectums no <laughs>
1: I've never thought of using dolphins for warfare I'm
3: yeah sorry. they they.
1: I guess you use everything. Like when you're yeah, in, right. when you're in a situation where it's just like anything to win, yeah. you really that's use. just
3: terrible though. Like dolphins <laughs> have like no part in that. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe
1: the dolphins are
0: like, yeah, stick that scuba diver. <gasps> Give me heroin, I'll do anything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like the
0: idea of dolphins being like angry and and like militant <laughs> and, and and like
2: junky
3: dolphins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah if we get from, uh... if we get
2: sort of dolphin doulas. Um, nope. There's like li- literally people who will like. Uh, uh, Sort of, ha- people will pay to give birth around dolphins, and the dolphins will like, oh, like, like so the the birth, the birth will happen underwater, right? And then the dolphins will like carry the baby up to the surface to like bring. Like, it's a you whole. You had
1: you had better hope that that dolphin it's a does whole its job. Thing. Oh dear, I hope really that dolphin expensive. doesn't have a <laughs> syringe attached to it.
2: Yeah, it's a, like I I think it's it's kind of like. Uh, like a like a water birth but on steroids or a water birth plus you should never do water million. births on steroids <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> bad idea it's like a idea. water birth plus, plus 12 million dollars wow that's probably what it <laughs> wow. is wow that's crazy yeah. it's yeah. like
1: fairly cheap to swim with dolphins in generic circumstances like you go to I Cuba mean, or whatever in it's a like lot of circumstances backs.
2: it is free yeah well if you if just, swing, just... In, s- swing swim in the right area you just you know
0: there's just might be some dolphins there
2: yeah <laughs> do you think if a dolphin wasn't trained and like
1: someone just gave birth next to it it would like do you think it would like eat the baby or would it actually help, help
2: yeah. I don't that. think yeah. so I think they only eat like small small fish and humans. well, but, <laughs> you, but
1: babies are akin to small fish in many ways I
2: don't know that there are very many uh, cases of dolphin attacks on humans yeah well, or maybe there are a lot but people are just so embarrassed that they just don't report it. Well, there are,
1: <laughs> there are definitely more accounts of people like being defended by dolphins and like There are a lot of those. Tom are you looking this up? Yeah. Okay.
3: yeah. Dolphin
1: attack? <laughs>
3: well, I mean, maybe you want to edit this out much later but there have been cases of dolphin rape. I'm yeah. sure Whoa, you, I, I'm sure really? you've heard of that, right? Dolphin like,
2: raping other dolphins or dolphins raping people um, or th-
3: people raping dolphins. No, I think, like, a dolphin, like, raped a, a person. I, I don't know if... Yee. But this could just be urban legend. Um, I I, I can't
2: imagine that their anatomy would be conducive to that. Yeah. I don't really know that much about dolphin anatomy to make... Well, it. yeah, it's like, they're
3: one of the few animals that have, like, sex for fun, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Which seems
1: to be just universal. Like, the smarter an animal gets, the more it has sex for fun.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or is it the other way around? Um
1: oh yeah like the 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 more more... you have
2: sex for fun the smarter you are it could be because like like there's a lot
1: of there's a lot of thought that like the reasons humans are so smart is mostly sexual selection like it's not actually to do with Mm. having to survive in your environment like we're not that much better at surviving in sort of prehistoric conditions than orangutans are but we're like ten thousand times as smart so it might be one of those like peacock feather tail like runaway evolutionary processes where like as soon as you're a little bit smarter, you're more charming, and then that person likes you, and then it's like this race between members of the species to I'm be not like sure what smarter, you're and, smarter and smarter and smarter you Talk
2: about um, peacock. Well, peacock tails. tails are completely
1: useless, right? Like they're a huge waste of energy and resources. There's like no good reason to have them, right? Except but, that they look pretty. Yeah, but like that's that's the thing that and like female peacocks think they look pretty. So they'll right. choose a male with a bigger tail. But as soon as that gets started, like maybe it was just a slightly bigger tail and the females was like, Oh, like that guy's healthier. Okay. But it just keeps going and going and going <laughs> until it's this ah. absurd, like ten foot tail that really just makes you get hunted down by like mm-hmm. lions a lot easier. But yeah, like human brains could very much be the same thing.
2: Have you ever, have you guys ever seen a peacock fly?
1: Do peacocks fly?
0: Do they? peacocks fly? Do what?
2: Yeah. Oh. I I was in when I was in Florida a couple of years ago. Uh, the 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 person who, at whose house I was staying just had peacocks in their backyard, and they were just kind of like, it's like they they weren't farming them or they weren't like raising them or whatever. They were just kind of the peacocks are just native there. Apparently, a lot of like it's pretty common for you to have to like stop your car when you're driving because there's a couple peacocks crossing the road, <laughs> and you can see that like they don't fly a lot. Like it's not like you'll see a flock of them in the in the sky like geese or whatever, but you'll see a couple like. Yeah, every once in a while, I see one like on top of a telephone pole, and it's like it, it didn't climb there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it, sure. They're weird. just very awkward at it. It's, right. You know, chickens, like, chickens, chickens can fly chickens in the can wild. Fly. Yeah. Yeah. if you, it, are there like any even, chickens in the wild?
1: Even, there must be. There's got to be wild chickens. <laughs> yeah. Where do you think chickens
2: came from? We just invented them. No, but like like maybe we maybe we, I mean there's there aren't very many cows in the wild, right? Yeah, but there are like wild cows. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there are bison. Yeah, and exactly. And stuff, like, but that like there are no like. But that's true. Like the like the norm, the
1: modern farm like white. White chicken, I'm sure, is equivalent to, like, the modern dog where it's not really, like, there's yeah. not really something like that in the wild. Mm-hmm. But. Do you, do you think of chickens you know? as being white, inherently?
2: I always well, picture them brown. I, I picture them as being white. I, I always, think, like, yeah, like the factory farm
1: chickens, they're always those, like, albino chickens with the red eyes, no? And yeah. the red
2: stuff on their face. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's, like, my generic chicken.
2: is isn't weird. for you? Yeah.
0: I always imagine chickens brown. I don't okay. know why. Hmm.
2: Just more I inclusive. guess there are there are brown ones too.
0: There there's got to be brown. Well, chickens. yeah, brown yeah. chickens lay like brown not, those eggs.
2: There's like black ones and gray ones and white chickens
0: yeah, lay white eggs. eggs.
2: <laughs> uh, also, um, I googled yeah.
0: dolphin attacks. Uh, yeah. Google is kind of divided as to whether or not they oh. attack humans. <laughs> okay. Oh. I had some people so being Google's like dolphins like totally attack people, and some people being like dolphins <laughs> have never attacked people.
1: So I don't know who to believe. Were <laughs> the people who said dolphins totally attacked people people who had been attacked by dolphins? Like that was a weird sense. Um Yeah, sorry. I Did were there confused. any things that was like I was attacked by a dolphin?
2: No. Okay. Well then that's yeah, that's questionable. That's kind of telling. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like if somebody had gotten attacked by a dolphin, it would have made it at least local news. You wouldn't it's like think a that would be headline. Yeah. 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 Unless they just got attacked by a dolphin on his penis again. Well, unless they're just
1: 100% <laughs> fatal, like there's no survived dolphin attacks scene here. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Huh. Could
0: it be? Dolphins, you, the murderers of the sea. Have you guys mm. heard
2: of the Australian guy who got bit on his penis oh, by a spider twice. a Again? second time? Yeah. yeah, he's he's a construction worker who like uh, puts his penis five, on spiders. No, no, like, no. no, no. Just, like like five months ago, uh, went to uh, just, like went into like a porta potty and he like went to do his thing and got bitten on the penis by a redback spider.
1: Oh, and then, that's like, scary, man.
2: Yeah. And then he like, five months later, he's like healed and he's like finally ready to like go to a, port- he hasn't been to a poor potty ever since and he's terrified of them. So he's always like, would go find a cafe or somewhere to go pee or go to the bathroom. And then he's like, okay, you know what? I, I, I'm going to do this. How likely is it that it's going to happen again? Turns out. And it happened I'm again. Yeah. <laughs>
1: My mom's not gonna like this episode. No, <laughs>
0: you
3: could always edit this out. We could just replace the worst safe.
1: "penis" with like something nicer. Mm, flower stem. <laughs>
4: Ding a That's
1: basically what flowers are. Yeah, in the genitalia of the plant world. Anyways, <laughs> flowers are the, the dolphins of the plant world. <laughs> <laughs> but that means like like for there to, for there to be one guy who's had who's been bitten on the penis mm. by a spider twice. Means there must be at least like a thousand guys in Australia who've had it happen once, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can imagine. There's so. there's no way that that, w- that one guy is the only guy to have it happen and also had it happen a second time. Like this must be a pretty common thing.
3: The a potty prob- spider. <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know. Like suppose there are suppose there are what? Like what's the population of Australia? Like 10, seven? 10 million, uh, seven? Yep. No.
2: I would I would guess something like like 40 million.
1: 40 million. Yeah. Let's let's say a hundred million. If it's a hundred million and this guy got bitten by a spider twice then i would guess that there are 10,000 people in australia who have been bitten by a, a okay, spider okay that's on a good a estimate yeah cuz if the chances are 1 in 10,000 the chances of getting it twice are 1 in 100 million and 100 million actually happened
2: huh but like like statistics doesn't mean that like just because something very unlikely has happened that like all of the other possibilities have also happened right like, i mean I, like it it it, it, it it's kind of like saying like uh, y- you know, I don't know. If if there was like a a nuclear war right now, 1 in 4 people would die in Canada. It doesn't mean that like like out of us, one of us is definitely going to die, right?
1: Yeah, but we're first of all, I don't know what you're talking about because if there's a nuclear war, it doesn't mean that there's another nuclear war. What? I don't think you, I don't think we're. Never <laughs> mind, it's all right. Don't all worry right. about it. Okay. To go from
3: spider bites to nuclear war, <laughs> you can hash this
1: out in the comments. Was I wrong to suggest that ten thousand Australian men have been bitten on the penis? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> that does
0: just seem like a very large number. Like regardless of statistics, that given that it's probably
1: actually the population of Australia is probably not that high, and half
2: the population is female. Yeah, that's an overestimate. Mm-hmm. But I
3: don't. still, Australia yeah. nature scares me. Yeah, Yeah. just
2: that's one of the reasons why I kind of don't want to go to Australia. I still want to go though. Uh, I mean, I do, but I also don't want to get like I don't want to die because of all of the nature there that wants mm -hmm. to kill me. It's okay. Just like wait
1: five hundred years when all the ice is melted, Australia will have a nice inland sea that's like (laughs) swallowed up the entire outback, and then you'll just have the Australian sea creatures that want to kill you away. The dolphins mostly. (laughs) (laughs) What's the weirdest thing that's ever bitten you?
3: anywhere on your body, Ooh. not specifically
0: on your Aside penis. from myself?
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, My rat did bite me on the penis. What? Penis. <laughs> what? Oh, dear. <laughs> story time. <laughs> I mean, it's not that much of a story. Um, Like, uh, every once in a while, like, I come home, and, like, my rat wants, like, out of her cage, so, like, I just, like, let her, like, run around on my bed and stuff, and, like, usually it's, like, the, like, at night, so I usually, like, take my pants off and, like, just surf the internet while she's like running around on my bed and like um, like she's like crawling up my leg and everything like that kind of like sniffing around on me and like I didn't really think anything would happen until she like like has like a curious like nibble like right on the tip and i was like ah no 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 back in the cage back in the cage oh, oh dear oh, wow.
1: i think we're gonna have to call this podcast episode like genital bites sorry Mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, i mean for me it's also rat bite to the face so like Ooh. i've told that story specifically the to the lip before. yeah to the lip rat yeah. Rat wanted to make out with me there was blood it wasn't was pleasant. this a pet rat or a street no it's just a wild a street rat well Ooh. a house rat okay it's yeah I've told that story on the podcast before. Though.
2: I think yeah. I think
1: so. So go back and look it up. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. I have scars. You guys? I'm trying to think
0: if anything crazy has bitten well, me.
2: very... I don't know. I don't... Like, I, no? Can't think of... I guess a child... Probably. <laughs> What's the worst child bite you've ever received? I, I can't even think of that. I'm just, probably at some point I got bitten by a kid. I don't know. <laughs> that explains. Yeah, that's why you're kid man
1: now. You're bitten yeah. by a radioactive. I've got all the, the super,
2: all the powers of a small child. You're oh just a man child. I can projectile vomit whenever I want. <laughs> poop I in have my mood sleep. swings. I can poop in my sleep.
1: Huh. Is that is that like a thing only children can do?
0: Yeah, poop in their sleep.
1: Uh, yeah, that's true. When does that stop?
0: When,
1: when you, you When do you when stop you, being able? to When poop you in your learn sleep? to hold it in. But like yeah. learning to hold it in sounds like a
2: conscious process, and when you sleep, you are unconscious. I know it's not a conscious a conscious process because you like it's It's not like it starts and you go. Nope, I got to stop now. It's like oh, I have to pee. It's not a. It's a completely unconscious process, right? Yeah. Mm. I know. I definitely I mean, sometimes like go. nope, I gotta stop this <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, sure. But like, it's 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 not like as soon as the urge begins, you have to decide to hold it back, right? Mm. It's it's mm. more that like at some point you'll realize like, oh, I need to pee, and like, oh, I've been feeling this way for a couple minutes now. You know, like mm. it's it's happened before you could think of it.
1: Right. While babies tend to poop and also vomit, like they realize it as it's happening. Right. Like mm-hmm. they don't and know anything don't and then all of a sudden it is right? occurring. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've definitely like, I definitely have those moments where like I'm, I think I'm going to fart. And I'm just, about, I like, <laughs> oh. I like boldly let it rip. And then as I'm boldly letting it rip, I realize it's not just that. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I think that's
2: called
3: being human. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. That wasn't a fart. <laughs>
0: <No. laughs> yeah. like th- that almost happened yesterday while we were filming, actually. I was going to let one rip. I remember you saying that. Yeah, it was close.
1: You do tend to inform me of these things as they happen. It's <laughs> not like something I that I ever wished for, but it's like not really a detriment in my life either. It's sort of neutral.
0: It's an yeah. intimacy thing, or, you know? Yeah, I feel like yeah. I need to be completely open with I, you about I, that. Yeah.
2: I know that you and I are in a good spot when I get texts that are just a random poop emoji. It's always during the prayers at church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a time Specific when
1: you... Specific prayers? Like, is, is there one prayer that sets you off? You're like, oh, I gotta poop it's, right it's now. It's when they
0: start listing all the people who Arya Stark is going to kill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, what?
3: Yeah. The brown prayer? <laughs> is that, the
0: brown <laughs>
1: prayer. Uses a weapon of war. <laughs> oh dear, full circle. Tom, Psych-pack. have you been bitten by anything
0: horrible? Uh, I honestly don't think I have. I yeah, like I can't think of any like
2: awful bites that I've gotten <coughs> ever in my life. Mm. Has I Daphne bit you, you yet?
0: She's like not not
2: enough to draw blood. No. Like mm-hmm. but like she, yeah, yeah, like my my kitten will play bite play right. bite me sometimes, and that, yeah. I don't know that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. That, well that's it. It's if it's like just
0: kind of silly biting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a play bite or a curious sure. bite. Yeah, a friendly bite.
3: Friendly bites. Yeah, so. huh. yeah.
1: yeah. I get. I I guess fish. Fish don't have teeth usually. I mean, I, I mean you do. don't need Piranha. teeth to
2: bite, <laughs> right? Yeah, you like just need co- like a jawbone. Yeah, which uh, like catfish do. I was there I, when I was at noodling. <laughs> Sorry, what? what? <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> I didn't realize how odd that must have seemed. There, there's uh, a
0: there's a story. <laughs> there's a thing called noodling. Uh, it's, it's what people do when they want to like fish for catfish. They basically put their arms into the water and then like. <laughs> reach inside of a catfish's mouth. So the idea is that you want the catfish to be like entirely on your arm, uh, so yeah. you can just pull it out of the water. <laughs> I
2: also want to say to our listeners that when Tom said noodling, <laughs> he, he flailed like his flailed arm. his yeah. arm next to him as he said it. No, the, the catfish that have bit me uh, were not that big. Big. <laughs> there's there's this lake uh, that the camp that I went to as a camper for many summers. Um, we would do like a sort of a three day hike, and there was one where we'd we'd spend the night. Um, and it had, for we, nobody knows why, but there were, like, hundreds of thousands of catfish in this small lake. Like, if you jump in the water, like, if it's the right time of day and they've, like, haven't fed yet or whatever, if you're swimming in it, you're, like, pushing catfish away from you as you're swimming. Ish. And wow. so, like, one one thing you'll, you'll do when you're, you know, there is, be like, okay, guys, let's all jump in and see who can stay in there the longest. Because it's, like, you'll just have, like, hundreds of catfish just, like... <laughs> it's like it's, I guess it's a way Hello to not you. have to take showers, you just let them clean you. Well, no, you definitely want to take a shower after that. You definitely want to do something.
1: Can catfish whiskers like sting you?
2: I have this weird latent fear in I my know. mind that they sting. I and know. I feel like first that's wrong. Hand, I know firsthand that they do not. Okay, mm-hmm. I've had know. I've had a, thousands of them on me. Ew. Thousands. Of <laughs> because catfish. every catfish has at least four. That's
0: you think so. you've swam with at least two hundred and fifty? Yeah. Catfish. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, a strange down thing down. to like be like boldly <laughs> confident. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely
2: <laughs> it's not really the kind of thing that you're boldly confident about until you experience it and you're like, there's definitely over a hundred fish right here, right now. Mm. Or uh-huh. On on me.
1: Okay, you explained the thing mm. about like putting your f- your fist inside of a catfish. You didn't tell me why it's called
2: noodling. Because <laughs> that- your arm is like a
1: noodle. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: have you, have, that's
2: it. That's the whole thing. Have you never seen the people who will like take a single spaghetti and then swallow it and then pull it back out? Uh, well, um, it's kind of like, kinda like it's this like is sword, a very gross episode. <laughs> I think I think we need to put some sort of warning on there that is like for you know, warning, not for not. people who are my mother.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hmm. now i can't even tell my mom about this <laughs> what was it th- was it the noodling that put it over the edge <laughs> <that>? <laughs> maybe the fact that i admitted that my rat bit me on my penis oh dear, ah. yeah that's pretty much all your mom needs to do yeah. yeah. you you are not having that rat around anymore yeah
1: <laughs> that's okay it's on the internet it's yeah. hidden from prying eyes of people over 40 <laughs> right <laughs> yeah a while ago,
0: I found this Instagram profile that was a really cute girl who was really good at, at noodling catfish, <laughs> and I regret not following her, because now I can't find that profile anymore. No! That's
1: unfortunate. Well, yeah, we should have given her a shout out. What, but
2: just it. Google pretty girl noodling catfish. Hashtag noodling that catfish. That cannot go wrong.
3: No. It sounds like it
2: might. <laughs> I, no, will not. That can't go wrong at all.
3: Uh,
1: if you guys want to support us, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash up for discussion. If you pledge $1, you, I don't know, you don't really get much for $1. You get not a not shout yet. out. Like
2: you, you also get access to the, things that yeah we do the things on, that we oh yeah the do. exclusive content the that we're like really good at doing all the time we've definitely done at least so many times yeah um, can you
1: remember off the top of your head the names of all the people that we should have to shout
0: out yes uh, shout out to clay gabriel Nathan, Patrick, and Ika.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you all y'all for making this show possible, making it our job to talk about noodling catfish. And if you guys
0: want to uh, join in that support, you can go to patreon.com slash upfordiscussion and pledge as little as you want, or as much as you want, I guess is the thing that makes more sense. The Uh, amount (laughs) that you are comfortable with. 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 Uh, And... (laughs) If you pledge us more than five dollars, uh, you get to suggest a topic for us to talk about on the show once a month, roughly. Uh, and this Dogs, week, we have
2: a topic this week. We, we
0: do have a topic this we week. We have a hot
3: topic. Oh my.
0: This week's hot topic comes from our Patreon supporter Ika, who wants to know if we had to start a cult, how and what. Would you do with it?
1: How like how would you do the cult, or what kind of cult would it be? I mean, I think both. Yeah, yeah. Like how
3: how to cult. Okay, so Mm.
1: first off, like why why would you like? What's the best reason to start a cult? Let's start with that. Can
3: I just like jump in? Like I actually, I actually thought of like making a cult, um, like a while back. This is during a theater school. Okay. And I was kind of thinking like, okay, what. What can I do after theater school to c- kind of, like, create my own, like, opportunities and everything like that? Start a cult. <laughs> 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 kind of All like right. that. Um, I kind of wanted to start, like, a cult of Dionysus, who is, like, the Greek god of, like, wine, theater, and ecstasy or orgies or something. Excess. Like that. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Parties. So I was, like, thinking, okay, why don't I just, like, get, like, a small venue, have, like, a kind of, like, um just, like, plays there and everything like that. <laughs> But we could also like make our own wine or beer there or something like that. And I guess not necessarily have, like, orgies there, but maybe have, like, sex-positive, like, uh, conferences and right. stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, so to make, make how it, to have uh, safe bondage or something like that. Mm. And I was actually, like, really set on this, and then I told a friend of mine, and they told me it was a terrible idea, and I never <laughs> followed up on it.
1: Yeah. Huh. So, like, Let's define what a cult is, though. Like, what what makes a cult different from, say, just, like, a group that gets together and does stuff?
3: Or a major religion. Yeah,
1: well... Yeah. Yeah. I know like the line between major religion and cult is
0: entirely a numbers thing, I mm-hmm. think. Is it really? I think so. Like I, in terms mm-hmm. of like official mm-hmm. like status like in okay. legal terms or whatever, yeah. it's it's just about the number of people that you yeah. have. Right. So but like
2: th- Raelians are a cult and they're not a major religion because mm-hmm. there's not enough people, but right. uh like Zoroastrianism is a religion. Okay. Right.
1: I guess so. Yeah. But I, I feel like, like when people talk about cults, usually what they mean is some sort of religious thing that also has that element of like, like self enclosure and sort of like mm-hmm. psychological abuse
2: and all yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that, that's definitely what people think of most when you hear about cult. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that sort of psychological abuse and and uh, like you, <clears throat> like a lot of people will, kind of refer to, um, Mormonism as a cult. Hmm. You know, which yeah. is like, but it's it's a religion now. Like, yeah, that's, it's that's, pretty that's, yeah, like yeah. things.
1: I guess if it's just a numbers thing, then everything was at one point a cult because it all started with one guy. Yeah, that's like Christianity true. started as like the cult of this Jesus dude hmm. and then grew these 12 right. other dudes. Yeah. 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 But like modern cults now, like I've I've read up a little bit on how like like how cults tend to get people sort of stuck, especially those cults that like really take over your life and become <laughs> like the only thing. Like improv comedy,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> or acapella, <laughs> <laughs> or sourdough. They they bread. tend to. <laughs> it, it tends once to once you like, bake a sourdough bread, you can never stop. <laughs> that's and you also true. have to keep giving sourdough to other people because <laughs> you're like, I, I can't, I can't waste this starter. I need to make more bread
1: <laughs> until the entire world is just sourdough
2: <laughs> chefs. <laughs> okay, so is this your cult then, the cult of sourdough? I, you know what? I think if I were to start a cult, that's what it would be. It's just a Various kinds of bread off makers of Something
3: simple yeah, yeah You know
2: that it's like You you can't leave this farm But you have to keep making bread But you just give it to A bunch of different people mm. you know? Or maybe
3: You you know what Is there a philosophy behind it?
2: Uh, life is like bread You gotta rise and then fall And then rise again <laughs> <laughs> That's Not as deep as it probably
1: sounds <laughs> Is <it? laughs> but yeah Yeah. like generally the way people get like get stuck in cults is that like it's they tend to target like you know people who are really down right they've Mm -hmm. got a lot of problems like even i mean there's a lot of people who accuse like religions of doing this too like you remember that onion article that was like down and out loser entertaining offers from every major world religion (laughs) (laughs) It's was like yeah okay yeah Um, i mean it's the opiate of the people right yeah yeah but like that's that's like that kind of if you're in that state and then a cult comes along and they offer you this like amazing looking community full of like people who lavish you with love. Right. Mm-hmm. It's this like they, you always start off and this is true of like, like many fields of like abusive relationships too. Right. And that they'll start off like just giving you everything and making you feel mm-hmm. like the most special person ever to have existed. And then once you're in and you've started in- initiated, then the, the costs start coming in. Yeah, yeah. And because you, you know you, you keep going along with it because you're like nobody's made me feel this way and then once you start going through like the more painful stuff like the where they have to you know you have to give like all your money to them or like they make you go through a whole bunch of like weird rituals and stuff then there's a whole sunk cost fallacy that goes into your brain that says like oh well it this must be worth it because i've paid so much mm-hmm. right if it if it wasn't then this is all a waste of time, and like you can't deal with that. So you like you rationalize to like this is no, it's still yeah. great, and mm-hmm. it'll just it'll be even greater if I can just like reach the next level. And to do that, you spread the cult to more people. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a virus of the brain. Yeah.
2: Hmm. So in a way, would like ISIS be a cult? Yeah, I think
1: so. It's, like yeah, it's I mean this whole the whole idea of like yeah ISIS is is very much a cult of Islam. I think it's a particularly yeah. violent
3: cult. It's like building mm. upon Islam, like a yeah. re- an existing religion and kind of yeah. making it very
2: hmm. interesting. Yeah. I was, I, I heard about this, um, this one cult back in the, uh, I want to say eighties, maybe even nineties that, uh, it was just live this like Indian, um, guru who sort of got, um, tried to start this thing in India, but it failed and he got, uh, like kicked out of India or something or he was he was he, he was a wanted man and so he moved to Portland uh back in the like 80s or sorry just outside of Portland and he started This is when Portland was just starting to get weird? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he actually actually like started his own city uh, like in Oregon. Um <laughs> so, uh I'm outside of Portland right. and with like all of his followers and stuff and he was like the, it it grew and grew and grew and because they brought in more and more people at some point they started bringing homeless people from different cities around Oregon and people mm. were like oh this is this is great like they have a but like once you actually looked into how people were being treated they were treated horribly um, it was basically turning into a dystopia and at some point like the the this leader of the cult like made a vow of silence and retreated into his into his home for like 15 years uh, just, like, not really interacting with anybody. And so his second-in-command was the one who was, like, in charge now. And she was, like, bombing certain places and, Whoa. like, like man, like manipulating people wow. and organizing assassinations for people who, like, disagreed with her and whatnot. Jeez. It got super, super weird. What, what was the
1: name of this? Do you know what the name of the cult was?
2: I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up again. But it was in a 99% Invisible um, okay. wow. uh, yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I don't have my phone to what were,
1: what were the Branch Davidians? They were another one in the States. The what? The, the Branch Davidians. They had, they had like a, <sighs> a cult compound that ended Would up in know? like this really violent, like deadly police standoff. Huh. Huh. They're it not really the same people who,
2: um. Well, what was the guy, the Kool-Aid guy. Right? Jim Jones. Yeah. Jet, Jet Jones? Jim Jones. Jim Jones. Mm. Good
3: name. In charge of Jonestown.
1: Mm. Yeah. It must be like yeah.
3: really exhausting to be a cult leader. Just like, you think? Just think about it. Well, I mean, yeah, plus you're like, you're given all this like money and you get to have like sex with other guys' wives and everything like that. But like, just like thinking of like the explanations and like coming up with like, Mm. I don't know, just like all this like crazy like stuff and like trying to like convince all these people. Like, I don't know. I kind of understood why like Jim Jones, like, I don't like sympathize with him, but I kind Mm. of like, I understand, like, why he eventually just, like, went along with the Kool-Aid thing because he was just, like, backed up into, like, a very, like, tight space eventually. Mm. Like, the government was after him. And, like, he wanted to, like, still seem legit, but he was, like, losing control, you know? Like, Mm. once you start losing control, Mm. like, you you kind of spiral out. I don't know.
2: I'm, I'm like, only semi-familiar with the story. Did everybody drinking the poison Kool-Aid know it was poisoned?
3: Um... I think some people knew it was, um, but there was like also like children as well yeah. who were given the Kool Aid and like it was kind of like forced down their throats, but they didn't really know it was poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's
2: that is not the kind of cult I would make. No, my no, my sourdough not. bread cult would be uh, <laughs> it would much not much be nicer, much right. more uh, much more pleasant.
3: <clears throat> also, it must be like really hard to like convince people of this kind of crazy stuff i don't With know the internet like, like today do you th- i don't know
1: i mean <laughs> a lot of the craziest stuff has grown up because of the internet like
3: true true
1: it, it's I, I don't think like i don't know there's this old saying that a, a lie can travel around the world while the truth is putting on its shoes and i think that like the internet has just made both those speeds faster but the yeah. lie still travels way faster and like <laughs> is more convincing Mm -hmm. right the lie has like Mm -hmm. has
0: like high-speed internet and the truth has like dial up yeah has the
1: internet in this stupid room where i can't even upload an mp3 anymore
0: (laughs) don't even get me started (laughs) (laughs) but it's interesting like thinking about because you were saying like you kind of understand like how he got to the point where he was able where he was like just like letting that happen right Mm -hmm. like most heresies and stuff throughout history of the church were like just people who like had an idea that they like thought was a really good idea and didn't realize it was going to be destructive right mm-hmm. and it's like it's the same thing with like a lot of these cult leaders is that they get this strong conviction about something they do it and then like probably they don't realize that it's going to like go to shit and things are going to get out of their hands they, i
2: i would say that's the case for some cult for leaders. some of them sure. like like for example the the raelians here in montreal um if you don't know what the raelians are you should definitely google them they're interesting and scary um but like i'm like it's it's crazy enough Or it's weird enough that like definitely the dude who started it like knows knew what he was doing and knew that he was like he was in this for money or glory or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's what sometimes it is like money or glory. But I think that like you know it's
1: it's either money or glory, and that's pretty upfront. Or it's like Mm -hmm. you felt strongly about something. But I I think a lot of the time it's a mix, right? Like people are complicated and they don't have singular motivations (laughs) for things. Like like a lot of the time, the kind of person who would who would start a cult is probably kind of messed up right And so like you look you look at what motivates them and it's it's, you know they're not going to be this rational actor who's always thinking cynically about like oh I'm just going to mm. do this so I can get more money and like things are going to start seeping into them maybe they do start thinking thems- of themselves as like a god figure clearly they already think of themselves as more mm. worthy of everything than everybody else so they wouldn't have started this thing hmm. so mm, I don't yeah. know like do you think Jim Jones do, do you think he started out like not not believing in it at all and sort of came like eventually decided to, or was he always kind of like,
3: I don't don't know, but I I think like his cult actually did start off with like as a cult of love and everything like that. It was just like a gathering of people who who loved each other and everything like that. They were just a big family. And uh, I don't know how it eventually like (laughs) went down the way it did, but Mm. um, he was like being like chased by the government, had to relocate to, Somewhere in Central America. Okay. Or something like that. Venezuela probably. Been, yeah. Some, I, I, I can't remember where country. Jonestown ended up, but uh yeah, just like he was like just <laughs> I guess he just like lost control yeah. or something yeah. like that.
0: Mm. Well that's it. And even like even within like like mainstream religions, there are religious leaders yeah. who lose control, right? Like the the power gets to their heads and yeah. suddenly they're running mega churches and like mm-hmm. You know, they have private jets and stuff and they can't stop themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe they started off in this, like, in a good place, but, you know, eventually they
1: couldn't anymore. And then their wife does a music video with Wycliffe Zhao and it just goes to shit. (laughs) What? (laughs) Who are you referring to? There was this Singaporean megachurch where they, like, they basically like the accusation now is that they started this whole church just to like launch this like the pastor's wife's pop career <laughs> <laughs> um, cuz like they basically funneled all of their money into into like her singing career and she like did like a huge big buzzer, budget music video and Wycliffe Shaw was on it and like <laughs> but it was it was just like their whole thing was like oh but we're using it to like Get her into the mainstream, so then she can spread the love of Jesus to like everybody. And it was it was very strange. Huh. Huh.
2: Speaking of Asian music things, what is <laughs> if you get, do you guys know this Apple Pen or whatever? If you yeah, what sounds like a cult. What? <laughs> <laughs> so like when
0: I first saw people talking about it, it's I think the music video is called Pen Pineapple Apple Pen.
3: Okay, so, yeah, somebody has to explain this to me yeah it's, I hadn't it actually, actually like,
0: well that's the thing at first I just saw people talking about apple pen and I was like wow like this the new guy's really lost his touch <laughs> uh, but it's Jim actually Cook. it's hey, like you you no you're gonna
1: everyone's gonna have one
2: yeah it's it's a, it's a Japanese just music like those video. watches
1: okay because
2: um, I, I I was hoping that you guys would know about it and you could tell me what is, it is is this just like but, the next gangnam style type thing where everybody's like oh those, like those so,
1: Asians they did
0: crazy things so it's actually like a Comedy bit uh, that a like, so it's performed by Pico Taro, who's a fictional singer-songwriter created by Japanese comedian Kosaka Daimo.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I might have actually pronounced that right. Not, bad. Um, Not bad. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was just a comedy video that this Japanese guy made that made it to North America. Okay, and exploded somehow mm, as right. a result. So, huh.
1: Uh, well, there, there, there it is. There we go. Apple pens. Apple the new pens. cult by Simon Peltier.
2: <laughs> yeah, sourdough bread. <laughs>
3: Like, so wait, yeah. wh- where were you going with this Apple pen?
2: I was just literally just wondering if anybody knew about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. that's it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, cool. so that's a thing. Um, no, you
0: know. Yeah. So the the coming back to our Patreon question about cults, uh, yeah. the the reason that uh, this that this question was asked to us, and I cleared it that it's okay, okay. for us to mention this, uh, is that this patron is actually part of an organization at her school that we have all heard about. Like the three of us have heard about, and. All kind of referred to as kind of being cultish. Really, it's more of a fraternity, Uh but there were a lot of like hazing practices and stuff that mm-hmm. like the, involved the, a lot of psychological and emotional manipulation. Yeah, the, and-
2: the kind of thing that like you know they they would have to if, if if they saw a car coming by the house, everybody would have to duck because technically what they were doing was illegal or something like that. There was like lots of like t- actually illegal things happening, and there was yeah. everyone's just like, "Well, oh, that's how they do it." Yeah. Well, is yeah. a is a fraternity just a cult without the religious aspect?
1: I would. Say are, that's are there probably accurate. are there large differences? I guess so. in I some
2: mean, cases, like not all frats are like what we... hashtag not all frats. <laughs> 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 well, that's
1: the thing. Like there are there are harmless cults and there are harmful cults. Some cults
2: yeah. are just your cult of sourdough,
1: and some cults are yeah. the cult of Kool Aid. So you know <laughs> yeah. you got sourdough and on one. End, I mean, Kool-Aid if the cult the was other.
2: literally just regular Kool Aid, that'd be yeah. pretty chill. But, but if it, it was you know. Yeah. Jones kool aid that's less, <laughs> that's less fun.
1: But it makes sense that those those same pressure points in in like human psychology are present whether or not there's like a supernatural aspect to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. so for sure there are going to be organizations that spring up like that that are not, you know religious in any sense.
3: Well, how, how do they justify it? How do the fr- frats like justify like hazing and everything like that' It's like, oh, we're part of like this like huge legacy and everything like that. Our fathers like did it before us, therefore we must haze you. Well, if you it's want yeah. The way it, of us.
1: the way it was kind of explained to me was that like this is like a lot of this stuff. It's like this is how you know that you can trust us because we put you through all this, but we could have done a lot worse. Right. That was kind of that's kind of how it was like because a lot of the stuff was like like you're blindfolded and given a shovel and told that your friend is in front of you and you have to like swing and like knock out your friend mm-hmm. and then. Actually in front of you there's like a bag of rice or something, so you hit the bag and then your friend like is told that they have to scream when you hit the bag of rice, so, like you think you hit your friend, and it's like this all it's very weird and like psychological. But the idea is that when you find out you didn't actually hit your friend, you realize that you can trust these people because they would never actually make you hit your friend, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: Right. Well, I mean it's kinda of like when, when God sends Abraham up to the mountain to
1: kill Isaac and then he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I, was, always- I was only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Los. Except like maybe, maybe Except in worse. the in the Koran version where he actually does stab Isaac and well, like the oh. knife the knife just doesn't go in, like it's blocked by the power of the Lord. Like Luke Cage.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh. you guys, you I'm guys tripping on Luke Cage.
0: I've watched so like great. the first
1: eight
2: episodes of
0: it. Yeah, I'm on I, eight. I know now. that Tom so Tom, good. you're a
2: longtime fan of Luke Cage.
0: I have been a fan of Luke Cage since high school, but I yeah. was a fan very specifically of the Luke Cage comics from like the seventies and eighties. So I'm not familiar with this like bald goateed man who is on TV oh, with yeah. me now. I'm very confused.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. His his power seems different than how you explained it to me the it's, first time.
0: It's uh, maybe we. Isn't maybe his that power just, just a being weird a power conversation man? then? Because his power is the same as it was back then. Well, he,
2: his but. power is just unbreakable skin,
0: right? Well, no, and he's got like super strength as well. Right.
2: But like he still he can still get hurt, right? Yes. Totally. <laughs> whereas whereas this Cage like catches bullets and stuff. Like well, he, if he you gets had unbreakable skin, couldn't you catch bullets? <laughs> but like, like it, it, there, there doesn't seem to be a kind of like rebound or whatever. Like his mm. his his hand like stops the bullets. No, that's, from what I've seen. I mean, that's how much of a watched? Movie yeah, the preview. There, there are. Okay, <laughs> <some> there, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of ricochet. There's
3: a
0: lot right. of ricochet. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, fair and, enough. and he he can be hurt. And they actually address it in one of the episodes. Someone's like, "Well, like, can you drown him? Can you burn him? Just because you can't like stab him doesn't mean you can't kill him." And yeah. it's and that was like a you know. A thing they kept coming back to in the comics back then as well was like this whole idea of like bad guys realizing he was bulletproof and being like, well, gotta come up with
1: another way to do this. Yeah, lots of ways to kill somebody. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. but I I think if you're you're gonna ask me why like why they continue to do these kind of hazing things, Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. one of the reasons what I was talking about like the the sunk cost fallacies, like once you've put in a lot of pain and sweat and effort, you have to think that it was worth it. Mm -hmm. So when you come out of that. And I, and I think I think the other aspect of it is that really going through something traumatic with a bunch of people does bond you to mm-hmm. them. Totally. Like and like that's true no matter what the power dynamic is. Like if it's if you're with a bunch of people like this is why boot camp and armies and stuff is so mm-hmm. horrifying mm-hmm. a lot of the time because like that's how you get a group of people to like bond together mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be a unit. And then, you know, there's stuff like like wh- whether it's Stockholm Syndrome or whatever, any of these other things where you bond to people who do really awful things to you because like it's it's like a defense mechanism of your brain, right? So... I don't know. I think that there's a lot of that going on in these kind of hazing things yeah. that keeps it going from generation to generation cuz coming out of it you're like, "Oh yeah, I've never been I've never felt closer to anybody else cuz I've never had anybody else do these really weird things." Mm. Mm-hmm. And I
2: guess like like uh, you, what you were saying early, uh, a bit earlier, Tim, about how some people will join cults because they feel down and they feel lonely and they feel like their life doesn't have purpose. Yeah. And there's there's a, like a little bit of that in some frats where like you enter college and you don't know anybody. You don't. You don't really know what you're gonna do. Probably you're in already in a lot of debt, and it's it's just like a an environment where there's a lot of people who are kind of in the same situation as you, but are are doing what they feel is the best of it and the most of it.
3: Plus, they have the best parties.
2: Some of yeah, yeah, and, and, and that's the part best of parties. how they get
0: you in, right? It's like they have the best parties. There's a community there. You know that you're gonna get, have your back covered, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not how people ever say that. (laughs) (laughs) Your back (laughs) back is covered. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. It's like, you know, it's a very big social
1: thing. But there Mm -hmm. might also be something about like initiate like initiations and even like painful initiations that actually is part of like the human condition or like. (laughs) And that we've kind of lost sight of, right? I mean, think about how we come into the world, right? That's well, a painful initiation. That's true, but well, like not even, for us, like but like a lot of cultures have really painful <laughs> initiations, like this, that that like tribe that where you have to have your hands bitten by hundreds of bullet ants and then just like dance around for like ten hours, <laughs> like. But, but like a lot of is <clears> this lot real of in- or yeah. did you make that up? <clears throat> no, that's that's one hundred percent legit. What? from yeah. where? Um, the Amazon somewhere. And then or, there's um, also,
0: I mean, even something much smaller scale circumcision right yeah
1: yeah but like I'm not thinking about
0: I baby, mean, there are, baby like, things depends, so much depends where right there are a lot of
2: <clears throat> a lot of um, cultures where they will do circumcision to women and it's awful sure yeah, yeah. yeah. that needs to not <clears throat> be a thing mm-hmm.
1: but I, I think like like that idea that you have to go through something really painful to like to have made it into adulthood mm-hmm. is something yeah. that like I don't know it's it's, not, it's just, not new it's not just yeah it's not new and it's not just crazy cults that yeah. do it like no it could be very much that we're just so averse to the idea of ever suffering as Westerners that we find it like crazy and obviously wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like I hear a lot
0: like anytime a kid at church breaks their arm, all the parents are like, well, you got to break a limb eventually. I'm 23 years going strong, never having broken a limb. (laughs) (laughs) Congrats, guys. And I'm like, I I don't think that's true. (laughs) Nope.
1: But maybe that's just because you haven't gone through limb breaking and so you're still a soft boy. (laughs) A sweet soft (laughs) boy. (laughs) Would you call me a soft boy? I don't know. I haven't felt you recently.
0: (laughs) What do you guys at home think about cults? Would you be in one? Would you start one? Would you join one? Would you give us money on Patreon? What do you
2: guys think of Tom and me? Do you find us soft? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Both soft emotionally and soft like... Texture-wise and soft, like if you know, not not uh, rough. I've got some
0: soft areas and some hard yeah. areas. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a mix. Yeah, Chris, thank you for joining us this week. <laughs> no this is fun. <laughs> uh, remind people where they can find you and your things. Oh
3: yes, so you can listen to my radio show every Wednesday at 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on CJLO 1690 AM. Yes, you have to go on the A-N dial, and um, you can find 1690 on. Way on, like, the other side. Um, you, sometimes you might pick it up. If you're not picking it up on your radio, um, you could always stream it online. Just go to cjlo.com. And uh, my show also kind of works as a podcast. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, nice. just uh, Google it or look for Sewer Spewer on uh, Facebook. And every every show I do, I always post an episode right after I do it. Sweet. With nice. a playlist and everything. Cool.
1: Cool. All right, and uh, follow us at Down With Talking on Twitter at uh, Tom's Latin I at Know The Other Simon at Acapella Science, and uh, yeah, you on Twitter?
3: Do you do Twitter things? Uh, not really. Fair enough. <laughs> Every time I go on Twitter, I lose my faith in humanity. That's, That's fair. fair.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, remember to rate and review the show on iTunes. Uh, if you're not subscribed yet on iTunes or SoundCloud, go do it.
2: What are you waiting for? Yeah, bruh. And uh, yeah. Thanks, y'all, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Don't get that on the penis by a